With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7 liter high output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks. This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Charles back here again for my rational perspective on Chelsea nil, Man City 1, Chelsea lose again in the Premier League. I believe that's four defeats in our last six league games. Um, it's depressing, there's, there's no way around it, even if I am going to speak about some positives and some performances I think that were of encouragement tonight just kind of reflects why those drop points at Nottingham Forest on Sunday uh, were really, really damaging. Listen, a defeat for Chelsea is really damaging at this point in the season and especially with the circumstance and the form and the concern and, and all the problems we've had so far this season. But um, I, I think the mood, if we would have won on Sunday um, and put in a better performance and I think coming into this game and, and you know the way the game played out, I think maybe there would have been less negativity uh but it's it's a defeat that's what it is and we have to live with the reality and um puts Chelsea further away from the Champions League places I think that's like over 400 minutes since we last scored against Man City in a competitive game which is staggering really when you when you consider you know the spring of 2021 when we beat them in the, the Champions League final we beat them in the FA Cup we beat them in the Premier League and you know it started to look like Chelsea were turning the tide a bit against Man City but you know losing to them both times in the league last season and we've already lost to them twice this year as well in the League Cup and now the Premier League as I say I think there were positives I think in terms of you know, looking at Chelsea's performances, say, against Arsenal at home um, back in November against another top side. Um, but it's the same result. And that, that's the problem. It's still a 1-0 defeat. So I know whatever I say, people will just turn around and go, well, it's a 1-0 defeat. But I, I did think 
specifically in the first half, I think in the second half, Man City changed things. Pep Guardiola made some really smart subs and, and I think Chelsea's rhythm of the game, maybe some of the, the subs that Graham Potter made could be criticised uh, in terms of maybe players who could have stayed on a little bit longer and were impacting things positively. But it, for me, comes down to one moment. And, you know, at, at this level, that's what it is sometimes. You know, it is a, is a moment and a mistake between, I think, two players you can look at from the Chelsea side. It's a brilliant ball from Jack Grealish, but we'll get into that. And, you know, another thing about this night was injury FC striking again. Uh, Chelsea up to 10 injuries now for senior players or first team players um, out of this game. Going into it, it wasn't good. Mason Mount was ruled out uh, with an injury that he suffered in training yesterday. Um, so the starting lineup was Kepa, Aspilicueta, Thiago, Silva, Koulibaly, Kukurea, Zakaria, Kovacic, Pulisic, Ziyech, Sterling and Havertz. And within the first 20 minutes, two of those players had to be replaced and that was Pulisic and Raheem Sterling. Firstly, Raheem Sterling against his old club pulling up with a hamstring problem. Um, he was replaced with Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and then Pulisic was replaced by Carney Chukwemeka. So very early on into a game where Chelsea were under pressure already, um, you know, already plans were disrupted and an ongoing problem that has been a problem for some time, but seems to be really getting to a, a boiling point this year in terms of injuries to, to key players. I mean, 10 senior players there. I'll just read them out for you right now. Mendy, Fafana, James, Kante, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Ben Chirwell, Mason Mount, Amanda Breuer, Sterling and Pulisic. I do not care who you are. That That is going to impact your plans. That is astonishing. And the worry for me is the number of injuries that we are seeing now from players that are... I, I mean, I'm not a medical expert. I'm not an injury expert. But, you know, there is a difference in sport between, say, impact injuries like leg breakers, which are very, very hard, almost impossible to avoid and, and do any prep for. Those are the ones that happen within a game of 50-50 challenge. You know, a player getting a concussion maybe compared to these kind of softer you know hamstring injuries or um, strains or whatever it is that are keeping players out for even short but extended periods of time some in some cases that's a real problem and it just derails a lot of the plans and, and players who have been very durable in their career coming into Chelsea and suffering injuries like Raheem Sterling who is who's remained pretty fit um, at Man City over the past decade so that that in itself is a concern and once again is going to disrupt Graham Potter's plans when he needs, you know, a real big response from his Chelsea squad to really lift the mood. But I felt that Chelsea in that first half, despite that disruption, I think played pretty well. I think particularly the central area of Chelsea's formation um, and team tonight uh, for large periods, I think dominated Man City and I think showed some real promise. And in particular, two players that stood out to me was one of the substitutes, Connie Chukwemeka, uh, who hit the post, was the closest, uh, who came closest for Chelsea tonight in terms of scoring. Um, just looked really inspired. I think looked really assured in himself. You know, he's got minutes under Graham Potter so far this season. Um, they have been steadily increasing. But this was a real performance where he needed, he was called upon. And I think he showed himself at a level that he could compete with one of the best teams in this league, the Premier League champions, the reigning Premier League champions. And I think he he done himself a lot of credit. He really did. In it. And, and, and I think there'll be a lot of uh, calls for him to play again against Man City on Sunday and then moving forward, hopefully playing more if he, if he doesn't get injured because so many players are getting injured at the moment. Another one is a player we have been praising over the past week um, is Dennis Zakaria. You know, he has really changed, I think, the perception of him. 
and and again you know I, I don't think Zachariah is doing anything incredible astonishing there are parts of his game that still look a little bit raw a little bit erratic on the ball maybe sometimes he looks a little bit indecisive but it shows the difference of the more my company grows the harder it is to stay focused on our core product I need to master DE&I ESG M&A even how to adapt to hybrid working the more hats I wear the more I need Aon they bring their whole team to the table and give me access to great minds in each discipline. So as my business grows, my knowledge expands, and I see things more clearly. Better decisions. Aon. Having someone in a central area who just has a bit of mobility, a bit of physicality, uh, and can move at speed with that ball and really transition it, you know, for, for a long time, especially when we don't have N'Golo Kante, it's Matteo Kovacic who you saw do that tonight for Chelsea. Um, to have someone else in that area, and you can even add sort of Connie Chukameka there, it makes a massive difference in that central area when Chelsea are trying to build up the play. I also felt in that first half he massively fed it in the second, but Kai Havertz um, was looking a lot more in- encouraging, playing more as a number ten tonight. Uh, that did change as the game went on, but I felt you know he, he was looking more like that player we saw at by Leverkusen where he was dropping a little bit deeper. I think kind of what we saw under Frank Lampard in his very early stages at Chelsea and a little bit under Graham Potter recently. So so there was that, and you know Chelsea. I felt Hakim Ziyech. I felt on the left, Kukurea and Koulibaly were playing well in terms of connecting and getting Chelsea up the pitch. There was just a, a sense that Chelsea weren't just sitting back and resigning themselves to a one 0 defeat. Uh, at the time, at nil nil, it looked like Chelsea could really get something out of this game, but that changed at half time. You know Pep Guardiola changes things. I think he could see that the tempo and the momentum of the game was not with Man City, and if that continued it was probably going to end up maybe in a defeat for them. And, and the changes he made and, and also the intensity to which Man City came out made a big difference. Chelsea started to commit errors in their own half, which is always going to cause problems. And I think Kevin De Bruyne started to get on the ball a lot more and cause problems. Nathan Ake hit the post. Um, and then Jack Grealish with a brilliant ball across the box. Now, it's an amazing ball. And it's, you know, it's that connection and those automatisms that we see at Man City so regularly. But... You have to look at Kepa Rizablaga firstly in that situation. Why isn't he diving? Why isn't he committing? This isn't a hindsight thing. It wasn't an astonishing ball that was just out of his reach. He seemed to, you know, for a player who I think we've praised in recent months since he's come back into the team for being a lot more commanding. That was old Kepper. That was an indecisive Kepper. And at a moment, as I say, you look back at that game in terms of chances for both teams. And I think that, that that's a match-winning moment. It really is. Um, you, it's always, you know, you don't know what happens if they don't score and, and Man City were on top. And I don't think I can argue with them scoring. They were creating chances. But, you know, those are the moments that could have got Chelsea at least a point and maybe, you know, changed the complexion of the game going into the last period of it. And uh, Mark Cucurera, I think you can maybe have a go at for, for tracking there. You know, we, we've seen this a few times with him um, defensively one-on-one. I, I felt offensively he, he looked encouraging tonight, but that would be the, the shame of it for him in, in, in what was up to that point, an encouraging performance. But then from there, um, he takes off, uh, I think he took off Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who of course came on early as a substitute. Um, he took off Hakim Ziyech, who I felt was, was having a good game and just, you know, I felt, you know, with set pieces, especially if, if Chelsea were going to try and get back into the game, I felt maybe I would have liked to keep him with that left foot. He put some dangerous ones in, particularly one in the first half. Um, but he was taken off. Conor Gallagher came on, who at times, you know, I, I think he's just, because he is doing a lot of cameo appearances at the moment, I feel that Conor kind of looks a little bit um, erratic for me. He He's coming on and he's just flying into challenges. He's kind of just 
so determined i think to to to, to impress and it, it feels like he's kind of taken a step backwards to where we saw him under thomas tuckle where he's so eager to impress he maybe goes over the line a little bit with that pressing um but you know i felt that chukwemeka and, and zakaria and, and kovacic too continued to impress um and you know chelsea did not implode at that point it wasn't like man city you know the worst thing would be for man city to score two three and then really put the game out of sight chelsea was still technically in it it was just we weren't creating a lot of opportunities and once again in that center forward area you were kind of thinking where is that focal point and where is that area of attack that we're going to go towards and we really struggled to create chances do want to praise lewis hall who came on for kukurea later on and uh, had a great chance late on, but skied it over. But, but still, for me, looks like a player who's fully ready for more first-team minutes. Um, and really great to see, really encouraging. And, and I really hope this period, these injuries are going to kind of be a blessing in disguise in terms of getting some of these younger players. Amari Hutchinson, I've got, I can't go without mentioning him, getting his, I think, Chelsea debut tonight. I'm, I'm pretty sure the Aston Villa-friendly game doesn't really count. This was his competitive debut for Chelsea. That's one of my predictions for 2023 that has been proved correct. Uh, so it's good to see him. You know, I think he struggled a little bit to to really impact things. But, you know, he, he's getting that experience now on what is a big stage. So, you know, I, I know that the, the, the reaction will be pessimistic. Obviously, it's another defeat for Chelsea. The pressure is going to increase on that. Um, but I can't sit here and, and tell you that the performance was woeful. It was embarrassing. It wasn't awful. But... You know, a bit like when we last faced Man City, you know, I think that people would be more accepting or kind of more understanding if results in games Chelsea is supposed to be doing much better in were better. You know, I think people would take it a little bit more. I don't think they're going to take it with with looking at the form table and looking at where Chelsea are in the league and looking at some of the teams who we really should not be below in the table despite the struggles we faced. We go into that game on Sunday where I'm sure there's going to be rotation for both sides and Maybe things will be different, but uh, it's 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 not it's not a, a good place for Chelsea at the moment. There's just there's no way around it. You know, it still defeats. It still feels bad. You know, there 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 still is going to be that low mood, and and really picking it up is is a real challenge. So let me know your opinions. Uh, thank you for listening on the podcast. Just want to say, Son of Chelsea is a part of the Ninety Min Podcast uh, Network. Please do hit that subscribe button. Please hit that like button, and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.